What's up, everybody? Ice Box Pod, episode 23. The number of LeBron and Jordan, a big number. Episode 23, back at it again. Got a nice full slate. Got hockey, baseball, grading, Formula One. A lot coming down the pike. Get excited. And Matt, how we doing? Pretty good. Excited for these next couple weeks. Um, lots of action in, in sports as far as college basketball goes. I filled out a bracket, um, got into that. So just excited to watch all the games. I love how there's games on just 24-7. Who do you do you make who do you make brackets with? With your does your family all do it? Um, yeah, my family did it. And then uh, my group of friends from high school did one, too. Oh, solid. Who who you got in the final four? I've made mine already. My oh, I hope I can remember my final four. You can't remember your final four. Gonzaga. Iowa. Me, too. Auburn. I, Iowa and Auburn are in the same one. <laughs> I'm sorry okay, to maybe, break it too. Okay, then maybe I had Auburn be Iowa. I think that's yes. the one where I went back and forth a couple times. That's possible. Yeah, because they're in different sides of that one. Because I was really looking at defensive efficiency. That's my stat that I that's a go-to stat. If you if you are looking, if any of the listeners are looking for a stat to look at, that's a good stat to look at. And I want to say it was like Tennessee. Yeah, I pick you have almost the same thing as me. And then who did you pick in the other one? The one that has Baylor and Purdue and, and Kentucky and UCLA? Um, I have. Dude, you might have almost the same final four as me. I don't. I have Purdue getting upset very fast. Me too. Why, why, do we, why do we have the same bracket? That's interesting. I have. I want to say that I have Texas, but I'm not sure. Texas. Oh, interesting. But I have that's a sleeper. I have Murray State going. uh, I think I have Murray State upsetting Kentucky. Wow. That's a pretty bold pick. Yeah. I mean, the upsets happen every year. So it just, I don't know. I picked a couple random upsets just because. And like I already talked about, Murray State is very high in the defensive efficiency. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah, sometimes you just got to throw out some upsets. And uh, even if it doesn't seem like it makes that much sense, you just ah, go for it. But who's the national champion before we move on? The Zags? Yeah. Yeah, I had to do it too. My friend made fun of me because he said he says you're lame and you, you're not going to have a good chance of winning if you pick the odds on favorite to win it all. Which, I mean, I guess, but I don't know. I think they're so clearly the best team that like I had to do it. Yeah. And they're like fourth in defensive efficiency, (laughs) (laughs) which is what we all know is the number one statistic of bracket winners everywhere. Oh yeah. I love that stat, but um, you got the game tonight, right? Notre Dame. Yeah. I, I actually got confused and thought it was last night and I was disappointed, but yeah, it is tonight. Um, It is tonight. So Hopefully they don't lose. Uh, I w- this is the first time Notre Dame's made the tournament in a number of years. Uh, I don't think they've made it oh, the last uh, three years. I don't think they've made it since 20... 
18 that would be. Yeah, I think that's the last time they've made it. So it's been a rough go for the men. The women are always good. The men are not good. Oh, yeah. Usually. The women are always really good. Yeah, the men are not good, though, typically. But they're good. They uh, cannot rebound the ball for their life. but And they also cannot generate turnovers uh, for their life. But they shoot very, very well. So And they have a lot of three-point shooting. So eh, it's not a formula for consistent winning, but... Uh, I guess this doesn't need to be consistent winning. If they could make the Sweet 16, I'd be pretty excited. But yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. I forget who they match up with uh, after this. I, I, I forget who they even play in the first round. Uh, that, after this stupid play-in. Oh, I have my bracket sitting over it, here. I they play Alabama. Alabama. Yep. Yeah, Alabama. And then probably Texas Tech. So, yeah, the odds of winning Sweet 16 are not amazing, but you never know. You never know. So I would not be complaining. Yeah, anything can happen in March. So, yeah. We also wanted to talk a little bit about some hockey. The, the Sydney Crosby one of one PMG. I think it, we were talking before. I think it's sold on all. I have yet to verify that, but I, I do think it was on all. And I don't, but it was a 2020, 2021, I believe it was Skybox um, Metal Universe Hockey, one of one retro PMG of Sidney Crosby. It's kind of weird. So it's like gold. And they never had one of one PMGs, obviously, in like any of the classic sets, but 160K. Oh, it's sold on Golden. Sold on Golden, yep. Not all. 164K. PSA eight. That is absolutely insane. That that's a very good grade though. That's a for a PMG. Yeah, that's solid. I mean, I I, I think this is insanity though. One hundred and sixty k. Yeah, that's that's a crazy sale. What do you uh, what do you think not... about the whole hype in the hobby of twenty fourteen certified right now? That's stupid. I agree. I don't even know. People are just making up random junk. See, I think I think what collectors need to realize is there is no next of anything. Like the the reason PMG is popular is because like it was the first. Like there is no next kaboom. Like kabooms are popular because they are the first. Like there's you you have you if you're looking for something like that. I think you should go for something completely different as opposed to like the next of something. That's, I think that's so stupid. And it's got to be the biggest like pump ever. If I had, I mean, I don't have any of those. I wish I did though. They, I mean, yeah, they'd be, they'd be gone in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah, I agree. I think that's a good take about how there's not like the next something. That's a pretty yeah. good point. Only thing I would maybe push back on is like maybe parallels that get hype over some other parallels, but like as far as sets go, I and like sets of different appearances, I agree. Yeah. Also, I just want to throw this out before we move on from the Crosby topic. In 2021, uh July 2021, and the Crosby market is not dramatically different from that time to now, not dramatically different. A PSA six 
2012 retro PMG green PSA six sold for 15,000. So like maybe a PSA eight is like 40,000. So this is four times the green from the first year. That seems, yeah, that seems high to me. Yeah. I, I can see that. I, I can't believe that anyone exists with the money like that who actually cares about Sidney Crosby cards. Um, but, you know, I can't complain. So, yeah, I was going to say that's that's got to make you feel good, though. Overall. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, well, that's more than a you realize that's more than a, a cup true RPA in high grade. What, what would that be worth, you think? Uh, I say one in moderate grade is like fifty thousand. Good grade, maybe like a hundred. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that does seem like a pretty crazy sale. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it does make me feel good though. I. Oh yeah. There's like sneaky, sneaky. Oh yeah. So a Crosby PSA six, like true RPA is $40,000. Hmm. So worth noting. Yeah. But yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty cool though to see. A theme of today's episode is definitely going to be some of the heat in alternate markets. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, well, we were going to, I guess before we get into F1, um, going to cover a little bit of uh, Tatis. Um, that's a bummer. Yeah, there's no way uh, else to say it. It is a bummer. Uh, sad, sad to see it about Tatis. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, it seems a little. I don't know. I I think I would be. I I have some Tatis cards, but like nothing like, you know, in crazy or anything. But I feel like if I had his cards, like a couple, if I had a, you know a Chrome Auto or something, I mean, obviously you have to hold it now until he comes back in three uh, months. I guess but it it like unless unless you're just like willing to take a loss on and then like move on, which is fine too. Like that's a decent strategy. I mean, you could, or you could just have been in low and in huge money. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It's tough because it seems like this whole injury thing isn't just unlucky. I, I think it might just be a pattern. Uh, it's well, hard. this one, it sounds like was um at motorcycle accident related. Yeah. Is that is there still rumors about them trying to do something with his contract because of that? Or did that kind of go? No, well, there are no rumors about it. It didn't happen. But there were people saying that if the Padres felt like it, they probably could have pushed and gotten legal stuff to, like, try to get out of the contract because of the behavior. Because it's like a reckless accident, basically, that, that caused yeah. the injury. But – uh, I don't, that's not something I don't think they're interested in considering that he is the core of the team. So right. yeah. I don't think they're interested in pursuing that, but it, it's definitely uh, worth noting. Also, it's very odd that surgery did not happen until today. And it seems as if this could have happened a long time ago, although who's to really say 
because apparently when he was asked about his motorcycle accident, he said, quote, which one? Uh, so uh, <laughs> it sounds like there's a lot of off the field uh, shenanigans, shall we say, uh, that are introducing a lot of risk. I actually saw a guy who has an orange um, first auto of him. And he was just floating it up for sale. He's hmm. like, if anyone wants to, like, I'd be interested. And then he like also has an orange Tatis. Or non, he, he, I said he has an orange Tatis. He has an orange Soto too. And he's like, oh, wow. yeah. And this is the proof that, that, that Soto is uh, the real deal and the best of this. Yeah. And it just looks more and more like it by the day. I might actually buy a gold rookie debut Soto just to have for fun. So, yeah, that's that's a nice one. Yeah, I think it's kind of a bummer just with his prices, but I believe he couldn't get that surgery because of the lockout. I'm not 100% sure that that's true, but I've definitely heard that tossed around. Yeah, I've heard that though. And I, the last time, um, there, there was another situation that was very similar, something with, like, the team doctors. Like, he couldn't see them or something like that. Yeah, but I don't know how true that is. But that would be very disappointing if that was true because he could have, you know, been back in a couple of weeks potentially. Yeah. I mean, he definitely could have. There's some, some, some sketchy stuff potentially going on. I don't really like to tease that much. We've been over this, but I will take this chance to get full credit for successfully mentioning that Tatis has high injury risk on last week's pod. And lo and behold, what happens uh, but an injury? So I'm taking full credit for that. And uh, yeah, that's fair. I'm, take, I'm taking a, a victory lap on the one Soto is by far the best. And I'm going to bask in the glory of that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good, that was a good take. And you only had to wait a week. Yeah. To get my glory. Yeah. Not that I want anyone to be injured, but I will, I will take credit. So. Yeah. All right. And then I think we're going to, so talk about some F1 and then uh, for the listeners who listened, I think it was two weeks ago, right? Or maybe Maybe it was three. It might've been three. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. um, We got that five card SGC uh, pop. So we're going to compare the grades to the predicted grades. Um, I, I already know the grades. I think I don't remember them all though. So there's going to be some disappointments and some successes. So yeah, we'll get yeah. into that. But you said you pretty much hauled through all of F1, uh, the new season in just a couple <laughs> days. days. Uh, uh, that would be, uh, that'd be correct there. I have, this morning I watched half of the last episode and I still have, so I only have like 20 minutes left in the whole uh, drive to survive new season. Uh, do I feel slightly bad about having blown through like a show that I've been looking forward to for a long time in a couple of days? Yes. But was it fun? Also? Yes. It's really good. I, I know that we talked on here and I uh, famously was uh, absolutely shocked to find out that you didn't uh, love the show like I did. But I think what they do such a good job of is that, even, and I watch a lot of races too. Like I'm getting ready, I'm getting excited to watch the race on Sunday. 
I've been looking forward to it for two weeks. But I think what they do a good job of that you don't get as excited about on the TV is about all the battles and like all the competition and the storylines that aren't just at the top of the pack. Like the people that are competing through places five through 10, mm-hmm. like that stuff is really discussed and watching it before watching like the discussion of all the storylines for every single team and what's at stake for every single team gets me so excited for next season. Yeah. Cause it gets you excited up and down the board. Yep. That about. Makes when does the, when's the first like race or when, when does next season really kick off Sunday at 11 AM Eastern time. Oh, so that's kind of nice that you almost finished it then, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's getting me all excited. But yeah. The Bahrain uh, Grand Prix is at 11 okay. Eastern. So it's I think it's at night in Bahrain. Gotcha. But it will be, at least I think, or it's pretty late in the day because it's got to be six or seven hours difference at least. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. That'll be, that'll be intriguing. How... Would you, how would you compare it to the last season? Would you say there's like more drama or more? Well, there's a, there's more drama of who's going to win the championship because the championship was tight and they, they do it. So Max did not participate in Drive to Survive. So they have no sit down interviews with him. They do have camera footage, but like, I think they do a pretty good job of, of hyping up the drama around the winning. They show a ton of the team principles of like Mercedes and Red Bull, which are like the oh. bosses of the teams and like the drama between them. I, I think it's really good. It's got, I'm, I'm excited to watch the last 20 minutes later today, but they do a good job. Also, I like the characters a lot. And like you get used to, you see these people in the show and it makes you excited to watch them race. I don't know it's, if this is how you feel, but like listening to interviews of players in like sports or like them on a podcast or them talking about something or anything and not just playing on the field, it makes them more like relatable and it makes you like yeah. watching them a lot more. And especially for the fact that these guys are driving race cars and it's not even like the NFL where you see a person walking around, but you can't really see their face because they're wearing a helmet. I mean, this you can you can see a head, and you can't even really see the head because it's in a helmet. Yeah. So you know it, you see even less of a human. So it definitely makes it more like humanized and makes which makes it more fun to watch. So I got my and I've got all my favorite characters from the show, mostly the the Haas, the Haas team uh, principal. I think is. Uh, He's always fun in the show. His name's Gunther. Uh, I think okay. his name's Gunther, but he's great. Are you so? Are you gonna look to make some card purchases then, or is it just like gonna be an enjoyment type show? Well, at the very least, it's enjoyment related for the season. But I am very interested in talking about the heat in the F one market. That after watching the show, I've watched. So I've been watching the show. I've been watching like youtube videos about preseason testing so like testing the cars and stuff and there is serious serious opportunity i think in the cards it's insane i i mean if probably from your perspective which is the i mean i'm not in f1 circles on insta i just like 
just see general stuff. And then I talk yeah. to you, talk to some other guys about baseball, basketball, football, and then some hockey a little bit. You don't see that much about F1 now, do you? No, I haven't. I haven't seen it in a while, but exactly. like, like, you, like you though, like I'm not in the circles for it either. So sure. But, but, I, but you weren't ever in the circles, but it was being right. pushed in your face at one point. Definitely. Yeah. And you don't hear about it now, but the hobby boxes in the last four months are up 50%. And yep. the singles of guys are to the moon. I mean, if you look at like, I, I didn't look at Lewis and I didn't look at Max, but like guys like Lando Norris and which I don't know if you've heard of Lando Norris, yep. but he's a top young racer, George Russell, a top young racer. And George Russell even had all the hype from before because he's like with the best team now, which is Mercedes, or at least who people thought was going to be the best team. Stuff is like two to three X since December. And it's not, and it's, it's remarkable. I was shocked. I thought here, I thought I was watching these videos on preseason testing. Well, a little did I know the heat had already began from February till now. Cards of guys like Lando Norris have two X. Charles Leclerc parallels that are like not the true like one, but like the sub parallels, like two X in like a month. Like Ferrari. Okay, so I was thinking here, I was thinking if you watch the preseason testing, the Mercedes car does not look good. So Lewis Hamilton, people are, you know, may not be so good coming out of the gate. And he has said he does not expect to like be winning right out of the gate. But then you look at Ferrari, which is like Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. Their team is insanely good. And their car looks awesome. And I was like, oh, I'm going to just scoop in here, buy some Charles Leclerc cards and maybe some Carlos signs cards, but the hobby doesn't like him as much, but this stuff's already gone up a ton. Like people have already priced in preseason activity and it's not even being thrust in the face of like the general hobby, which makes me really, really bullish on F1. I mean, like prices Lewis Hamilton and hold it long-term like a um, here, give me like the base. How about a 2020 Topps Chrome Sapphire uh, Lewis Hamilton PSA 10 for looks like they're this comp I see is 1800 OBO. So would you buy something like that for around 15, 1600 and hold it long term? I don't know. It's it's tough. Uh, the Lewis Hamilton just carries such a massive premium over everybody else. I don't know if I would hold it. Uh, I'm torn because I do believe in the F1 market a lot. And if I believe in the market, I should be saying yes to something like that. Right. But at the same yeah, time, first what'd you say? Sorry, cut out. I, I mean, a, like a first year Lewis Hamilton Sapphire, I would think is something that you'd probably be more inclined to believe in. But yeah, I, I think it's a 10 because they're really tough to grade too. So, yeah. So I guess bef- I'll get, I'll, 
I'll circle back to that. But what I what I want to say about the market is that it was in everyone's face. It was it was being pumped. I mean, there's no way around that. It was being pumped. And then the market tailed off. And then it did what all the other pump markets have failed have failed to do. It gained momentum again without being put in everyone's face again. And I think that is a huge, huge positive sign for the Formula One yeah. market. And yeah. I think it means that people became fans. And I think it means that people actually care about the cards yeah. because it's not in everyone's face and prices are moving upward preseason and people are buying cards and it's not being pumped. I, I, so I do believe in the market. A lot. I think it means that maybe it wasn't all a hoax. Like people actually enjoy it. Like people like me, who if you would have told me like two years ago that I'd be enjoying watching racing, I'd be like, what the heck? But like I do yeah. enjoy it. So I think that Lewis, I probably would then. I was really intrigued with this. A Charles Leclerc, like the base. So like the base 2020 tops chrome, purple out of 399. And it was like an SGC 9.5 and it was 600 OBO. And the last comp was 550. And I wanted to see if I could get it for like 500. But the guy was like, actually, I won't take a penny less than the 600 because the market is so hot. Oh, yeah. Then why put an OBO on it then? Well, that's what I said. And then he just stopped responding to me. So, but but like that's I'm interested in like value plays like that right now as opposed yeah. to just the buy and hold. But I definitely would be really interested in probably buying a Lewis just to sit on because people are huge. Uh, it is a little bit of the LeBron issue, though, right now where he's like late in the career and could still win, but also is late in the career. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I I. I wouldn't mind buying F1. I just, I need to get so much more educated before I do something like that um, to make it worth it. But we'll see. Maybe as the season goes by, I'm going to try to catch a race one of these times. I've never watched a race live. So. Oh, well, I I mean, usually they're like Sunday mornings at like seven or eight or yeah. eight, seven, eight, nine, something like that. Okay. Yeah, that'll be uh, – should be an interesting season. How many races are there again? Oh, there are a lot, like 22, something like that. Okay, yes, there's quite a few. And they're like every week, two weeks, there's a summer break. They're always on Sundays. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty – it should be pretty good. I'm excited for the season. But, yeah – I wanted to buy like a Mick Schumacher who's like a rookie from like 2021 Topps Chrome and that stuff's even expensive already. So like the rookie. Okay. So yeah, investigation, but you should definitely watch a race. And if you do, you got to report on the pod. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see if I can get around to it. What's the outsider's perspective before we move on, on the F1 market. I'm, I'm a little bit of an outsider, but I, I dabble a little bit, but like, what's your perspective? interested in getting like interested in learning is what you're saying yeah i think i think my perspective is pretty much what you said i think it was really shoved in my face and that yeah kind of turned me away because i was like oh this reminds me of a hundred other different markets that have just collapsed <laughs> but it it took 
a very normal off-season dip. No different than really like a basketball or baseball would. No. Then it came back like extremely strong with absolutely nobody shoving it in my face, just like you said. So, I mean, that makes me extremely interested. That makes it seem like it's a real market instead of just yeah being pumped to the moon. So I, I'm very interested in it because of what ha- has happened over the past four or five months. Yeah. Makes you wish you bought in earlier but alas how are we to know so yep it does it does i yeah i was telling uh telling yeah i passed on a uh a sealed box um that probably should have should have jumped on but yeah we got to learn from that one for sure that's all right do we want to move on to the sgc sub yeah we're gonna get into the sgc sub um five cards um, I got the grades right in front of me. So, um, or the, yeah. the predicted right in front of me. So hopefully we can, we'll see how many you got, got right. Um, I think the biggest, the only grade that I really remember was the biggest disappointment was the crowd yeah. 2012. Um, you thought that was a most likely a 9.5, but potentially a nine. Yeah, that one pulled the good old 8-5, which was a significant uh, disappointment. I felt good that that was a 9-5. In fact, the guy that I sold it, uh, bought it from thought it was 9-5 to 10 is like what he thought. And, you know, when someone tells you that, you're like, do I really believe you who is selling me this card? And But it came and it looked good. It had a front corner that looked like maybe a little like pushed just like a tad but i thought it wasn't that bad sgc also has historically graded a half grade more lenient than what i typically grade in my head they've all they've come in usually a half grade lenient compared to what i think so i was shocked by that i'm hoping this doesn't mean it was mauled by sgc and then downgraded so that's what i'm because the back of that yeah. card in all the borders were perfect. So I'll know if it was mauled. Hopefully not. Yeah. I don't know yeah, what I'm going to do with it now because it's in a subpar slab. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, we might have to get into that on a later pod too. Talk about like lower grade SGC and PSA and like what do you do? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to do because I don't just want to sell it for nothing. But we'll see. Yeah. I think the next one, uh, Kyler, 2021 Donruss. I think that one was more one you were thinking nine, but you were like, it, bad day might 8.5. But yeah. I think you were pretty you were pretty strong on a nine on this one. Yeah, and it got the nine. So okay. it was spot on with that. I don't know what you think. Do you think that adds any value? That was like a $260 card raw. I would, I would think so. And, and those are, those are tough grades too. It's not like you're grading some like Chrome base card where they all come out of the packs as tens. Like those, those are pretty tough to grade. So I, I would think so. A PSA nine just sold best offer March 5th for five or 650. Oh, that seems high, but yeah. Yeah. That's a good sale. If it's, if it's, if it's good. real. Yeah, that's a very good sale. 
hopefully we can unload that one. That one is looking to hit the road. Yeah. Um, and we were doing, we had the Giannis uh, titanium auto. Uh, you thought it would be, you, you were debating, you, it seemed like you were around an 8.5. And yeah. With a 10. And it was an 8 with a 10 auto. A little disappointed. Not as disappointed as that electrifying Crosby. The back, there was a back corner that is not in good shape. There's no way around it. It's not in good shape. It uh, maybe SGC grades differently, and they grade a little between the BGS and the PSA. Because the PSA, if there's something that's not good, they're just like whole card, like annihilated. Like it'd be a PSA seven probably, but like it would yeah. probably be a Beckett eight five. You know, yeah, because it was pr- the edges were pretty good, but it just had that bad corner. So maybe I just don't know. It's the first time I've ever graded a thick card. SGC, so I don't know what to do. What would you do with that? SGC eight, like set just sell for what raw sells like, and you just eat the grading on it, or do you think it sells for less than raw? I don't. I'd say, I'd say, I I don't know because I think the ten auto is actually pretty impressive for that card because that was a lot off sticker. Was, yeah, it was doing the he was doing the legit auto, not the shortened one he does now but he was doing the longer auto so that being a 10 auto is maybe a little more impressive but i would think an eight an eight in and of itself i would expect to be less but 10 auto would i would think do something for you well that's true i guess i can take that yeah that one might be getting sold here soon i don't know it's a nice card but like I don't know. Yeah. It just doesn't look the coolest. I I enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it for a while. I'm probably going to keep the tie I might move on from that. But interesting point there about the auto. And they don't charge you for the auto grade. Uh, it just comes with the standard deal. So yeah. unlike everyone else who wants to charge you to the moon. Yep. Yeah. And then I think uh, the canvas McDavid, you were very confident in a 10. You said that I think you guaranteed it. I, I I may have. I was extremely I would have been shocked if that was not a 10. Okay, so you just looking cards. It was one of the clean, yeah. It got a 10. I was thinking it had a chance of the pristine 10. Sadly, we just had the humble gem 10, but uh, <laughs> you can't complain with the 10. If I can sell it for what I think the last time SGC 10 sold of that, uh, it was me selling it. So I think I might be the only person who grades these with SGC. I saw one in a PSA slab recently, which was a rare find. A PSA okay. 9 sold for like 55 bucks, and they sell raw for like 30, 35 bucks. But sometimes you can get them for like 20 cheap, but they're like 30 bucks probably. But I sold an SGC 10 for 120 bucks. So I'm hoping to get the 120 bucks again. Oh yeah. That's yeah, that's that's legit. That's a that's a pretty good uh margin if you can keep doing that. Find them again. And it costs you like it cost me $23 to sub it. And then obviously there's like shipping and stuff, but still. Right. How okay, last card. Uh this one was a toss-up, but you were hoping for a nine. Uh, the McDavid Rainbow. That's a rookie, right? Yeah, it's a rookie. 2015 OPG Platinum. 
Yeah, McDavid Rainbow rookie. That was got the nine, which was okay. I think a pivotal grade for the order. That being a nine was, I think, big time for the order. Makes me feel okay about the Crosby being uh, lower than I think it should be, as long as the card wasn't damaged. But nine on that's pretty good. PSA nine is yeah. like, PSA nine is like 800 bucks. Oh, okay. That's pretty Raw. strong. Yeah, I, th- I think I could maybe get 650. I don't know. That'd be pretty good. I'd be happy. I bought that for maybe 500, maybe 475. I don't know, something like that. Okay. So I'm pretty happy with the non. I don't know. What, do you, what should I do with it? Do I sell it? I'm always inclined whenever I get a sub back. That is my, when I sub something and grade it, that is the time it's sold typically. But do I sell that or do I just sit on it? I'd maybe sell. that's something I should sit on. I don't know. What you say, sell it? Well, I'd say, I mean, I'd say just put it up on eBay. And if you get an offer where you can make profit, then I would just take it and move on. That's fair. I might be interested. I think I'm definitely interested in that. I definitely need some cash. So I, I yeah. can. I mean, I think if, it, if it's not like a PC card, then I mean, I would just take profit and move on. Keep the wheels turning. Yeah, that's I like the way you think. Keep me keep me on the straight and narrow. That's that's what <laughs> I should do. It's a pretty cool card, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think you. Yeah, you showed me that card. It is a cool card. Yeah, but that's the SGC sub. New SGC sub went out a couple days ago, so we're keeping the wheels in motion. Let me know, okay. you guys. Maybe DM what how you think that sub went. Not my best, not my worst. Overall, pretty good. But the how new sub cards, is out. How many cards is the new one? Uh, it's a humble five card uh, sub. Not a okay. lot, but I, you know, it gets you some mail. It's always fun to get mail fun to make the subs i don't go to i like you know i haven't been to a show so i slowly accumulate things so i'm excited though yeah that'll that'll be fun we got yeah i think we're pretty much gonna wrap it up here unless you have any other thoughts i know we've got shipsy uh not this weekend but the next weekend so we're gonna talk about that next week that'll be that could be a long that could be a long episode i I'm very excited for Shipsy and have a lot to say and a lot to learn from the show wizard, uh, Matt himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've never been to a show, so we're going to have to talk through that. Um, We'll probably make it a little bit more of like a show um, tips type thing, uh, talk about shows. And then we're probably going to, we'll probably talk about what we're looking for, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to still figure that out, but I guess I got a week to figure out what I'm yeah. looking for. Yeah, and I think I will probably get exposed in the next podcast. Yeah, for being you'll a learn why bit. you'll learn why he's a hypocrite next week. Yeah, so tune in for that. All right, thanks for yeah, thanks for tuning in and tune in uh, next week uh, if you want to listen to episode twenty four.